Welcome to Revealed in Ephesians, the mystery of who I am in Christ. My name is Brianna, and I'm so excited. Today, I have a special guest on our podcast, and this is week nine, day five of Revealed in Ephesians, the mystery of I, the mystery of who I am in Christ, and we are going to be talking about marriage. So, I have my husband, Caleb. Here Nye. I am. This is exciting. <laughs> It is exciting. I thought, who better, a, a better guest to have on to talk about marriage than my husband. So um, thanks for coming on, Caleb. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. So we always start every episode um, with prayer. So when we go before the Lord, when we want to understand marriage and we want to understand what God has to say about it, we really want to not just read what the Bible says, but to also ask the Holy Spirit to open our hearts and minds. Because not only do we need the revelation of what the Word says, but we need the Lord to help us to apply it to our own lives. And a lot of times we can be super hard-hearted and super stubborn and stuck in our own ways or stuck in our own mind frames. And if anybody knows our hearts, it's God. So we really want to invite the Lord into this conversation and into um, our hearts to to help us to understand His will for our own personal um, marriages and relationships. And even if you're not married out there today, this is going to be a great episode for you because it hopefully will give you a good foundation and understanding of um, God's purposes for marriage and His plan for marriage. So let's go before the Father. Father, in Jesus' name, I want to thank you for this um wonderful opportunity to have my husband on this podcast with us. Lord God, um, we thank you that you are our creator. You know our hearts, and you've given us your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sin. Lord God, you've made the ultimate sacrifice for our relationship with you, and you are an example to us of a good father and an example to us of a, a great leader, the perfect leader, the perfect lover of our souls. And Lord, we want to be like you, and we want to understand your heart for us today, Lord. So I pray that you will open our hearts and minds with wisdom and revelation by your Holy Spirit so we can know you intimately, and even that you will reveal our own hearts to us, Lord, that we can... Um, Come into alignment with what you want for us through your word and through your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So, Caleb, today we are entering into Ephesians 5, 21 to 33. So um, if you'd like to read that for everybody, then we can, we're going to just unpack this together. I would. Um, I have it in the NIV here, so I hope that's okay. That's fantastic. Oh, That's what I have, too. All right. So this is 521 <laughs> through 33. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of wife. The wife is Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands and everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, 
to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Thank you. You did that very well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Whenever I read this, don't you think that when anybody reads this, so as a woman, when I read this, and as when I think any woman reads this, they come to this and they maybe the first word they see is submit and they bristle. And so, and I, I think as a woman, when, when I read something like that, we get, I get defensive or I have got, I don't get defensive anymore, but in the past I used to get defensive and then I'm trying to understand what this means. Um, I immediately think of what I'm losing, you know, like, oh, this is calling me to lose something. And maybe it makes it sound like I'm lower or lesser. And um, as a man, what do you, when you read this, how do you feel when you read God's commands to you? Um, well, okay. To, to, I, sorry. I was to answer your question. How do I feel when I read God's commands to me? Um, I feel like God calls all of us to something pretty high and pretty difficult. So it's, that's just how much of scripture is, is that, is that what God calls us to isn't automatically going to be easy, but I think that the call, so the husband's specific call is to love Christ just as, or to love your wives just as Christ loved the church. So we know how Christ loved the church. We know the sacrifice that he made. We know how he gave himself, um, we know, you know, and if we think in the beginning of that, the wives submit yourselves is going to um, automatically translate to some sort of like, you know, wielding of authority, then we're not really paying much attention at all to the way that Christ actually loved the church. Um, so. Yeah. And so, so I think, for all of us, it's not so. It's not just calling women to lower themselves in some way. It's call and and honestly, if you submit, the idea of submission, it it means to to lower yourself. So it's it's a personal, um, it's a personal humbling, it's a personal servant heartedness, where you're you're both. And if Christ is. Christ is lowering himself. And it says in Philippians chapter 2 that Christ did not consider, even though he was equal with God, he did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself a servant. And so even though Jesus deserves to be lifted up, exalted, he is the son of the living God from all eternity, 
he has all authority and power and dominion, he lowered himself for love. And he lowered himself and he submitted himself to the Father's call on his life, which was to sacrifice his own life for his bride, for the people of God. It is a position of lowering. And and, and honestly, when Jesus does that, of course, we honor him for that. We honor him because God is because of the calling God has placed on his life, the Father to sacrifice for us. So as as a woman, when I when I think of that, um, if I'm having reverence for Christ, I'm going to sub- I'm going to worship Jesus. And and I don't think anybody who's a believer has trouble worshiping Jesus for his sacrifice and his um his submission to the Father, but it's really our human nature resists the idea of honoring another person for their sacrifice. And um yeah, and the at the very the very first question you asked me, I paused for a second, um, only because you were asking a question that wasn't what I was thinking about. Because the thing that was jumping out to me, which might fit now, is, um, you know, we can't just take like that one verse out of the context of either the entirety of Ephesians or say, for instance, the verses on either side of it or at the very beginning. So you just focused on verse 22, but verse 21, immediate, at the very beginning of all that, it says, submit to one another out of reverence, of, uh, reverence for Christ. So it's not even beginning with wives submit yourself to your husbands, it's beginning with submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So, I mean, I think that we would have to start there. We would have to start with the idea of mutual submission if we're going to be true to what the text says. Yeah. And and out of reverence for Christ, this word actually means fear. In the Greek, it's... Um, Phobos, it, it means fear, terror, reverence, um, and it can mean respect. But if we really fear God and we we see like, okay, Jesus is way higher than we are. He's way more deserving of honor than we are, but he is able to lower himself to be a servant as a believer who's... Um, been redeemed by the living God, the son of the living God who loved us enough to lay aside all of his rights, all of his glory, all of his honor to wash my feet, to to die for me on the cross, to carry really the sin, the burden of my sin. So he had no business other than the fact that <laughs> it was his great joy to redeem us. It, it wasn't his he carried my guilt. He carried my condemnation. And in exchange for that condemnation, he gave me his honor. He gave me his righteousness. And if I fear if I fear him, if I really honor him, I will want to stoop down and be a servant the way he stooped down and be a servant. I, I will want to honor somebody even if they don't aren't acting like deserving at that moment, right? I mean, because we both have sinned against each other in our marriage and needed forgiveness and needed the other person. You know, at some point, 
the somebody has to be the adult <laughs> and um and be the one that is going to be humbling and initiate the the um the servant-hearted forgiveness in cases where somebody's injured. So what I mean, what do you say about that to a woman who um clearly we see that w- women are asked by God to submit to their husbands and that the hu- husband is the head of the wife as Christ the head of the church. Um so what do you what would you say to a woman whose husband maybe isn't walking with the Lord or they're being they're being unkind to her or they're being demanding or they're lording it over her in a way that's not Christ-like. It's not sacrificial. What would you say to that? Um, hmm. I mean, I'm not a counselor. I'm not, you know, I have, that. that's a really, to me, a difficult situation. Um, but we have we we have to trust that the situations that we're in are, are allowed by God for our good and that's 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 difficult but speaking of submission that's that's our submission to Christ that's my submission to Christ when i'm in a situation where i'm being um mistreated or misunderstood at work say um or you know somebody's saying something that's not the truth about me, or something like that. Um, yeah, there are times when we need to be able to communicate, or we need you know it's not wrong to say, you know that's wrong or that hurts me, or you know to to have the wisdom of other people involved, a pastor or something like that. But it's it's also, you know, it's also helped me in my marriage. Even, you know, being married to somebody who's who wants to serve God, there's still enough misunderstandings along the way or enough difficulties in communication or something where it really helps me to say, okay, God, I, I trust you in this because it's, it's difficult right now and it hurts or I wouldn't choose to go through this or experience it, but I trust it as part of your plan to do your good work in me and to to work on the sort of rough edges of what need to be um, kind of sanded off in my life or something like that so I don't I don't know that that's the full answer at all um, but that's at least the part that comes to mind I like to tell this story that um, probably 10 years ago or more, I don't know. I remember praying, um, feeling, and, and you do a wonderful job loving me, babe. So thank you. <laughs> Hopefully I'm getting better. <laughs> but at the time I was like, oh, Lord, help my husband to learn to love me. I feel so unloved. And the Lord said, Okay, Brianna, you really you need to pray that I teach you how to love him. And it was funny because I was like incensed with the Lord at that point because I thought I understood everything. And and I think really that's like our pride tells us 
that we're doing in any relationship, whether it's marriage or anything else, that we are doing everything in that is right and that we have the right perspective on everything, but God really knows. So what I hear you saying is like, Lord, sand off my rough edges. Lord, refine me with this situation I'm in. Because even if the other person is unwilling to be refined by God in the situation, you can still be refined by the situation, and God God can tell right. us when we're um, when we're wrong. And what's it's, so it's beautiful if you're not married out there, if you're unmarried, or if you're dating someone, you need to ask yourself some serious questions. Like, is this person a person who seeks God? They love God. They want to know God. Or are they just somebody who like? know stuff about God and they they know how to like argue about religion, are they able to submit themselves to God? Because the very most important thing, what Caleb just said is like, I'm willing to submit myself to the Lord and let God tell me when I'm wrong. Because then, you know, that is, that's what's transforming. And if you're not in a marriage and you're looking for somebody, you, my dad always taught me, pray that God gives you somebody who's teachable by God, that God can teach them and they'll listen. And it's important for us to go to God and say, Lord, here's all my, my pain. Here's my, my perspectives. Am I right? Am I wrong? Lord God, um, help me. And like when I prayed that and God told me I was wrong, and, and it wasn't that Caleb didn't need to learn to love me, but it was that he wanted me to learn to love Caleb. And so I needed to start praying that way and, to, and and in that way, submit my pride to God. My pride was that I th- thought I knew everything. And I think especially young married women, it may be men too. So I don't know, Caleb, if you think you can answer this. I can't really answer for the men. But for women, I think a lot of women go into marriage thinking like, I know my husband better than anybody. And I, I... You know, I know his motivations and what he's thinking, and and you just think you know everything about this person, and the problem is you really don't. And even if you think you do, and as you submit yourself to God and you're willing to say, God, teach me. I want a teachable heart. Um, I want to you to instruct me, Lord. I want you to teach me how to be the wife I'm supposed to be. I want you to teach my husband how to be the husband he's supposed to be. So um, those are my thoughts um, on that for today. I know that we can we have so much more to discuss about marriage. So um, was there was there anything else on your mind? Uh, well, lots of things. <laughs> but, uh, we we have a few episodes that we can cover them on, maybe. Um, but I do think it's worth just kind of repeating that this verse twenty one. Um, this submit yourself to one another out of reverence for Christ. Maybe another way to think about that is to submit yourself to one another out of your submission to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's kind of that submission first, your submission to Christ, and then you're you're trusting Him with where you're at is 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 part of the process that He has for you. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, that is. It's the first thing is, is when because if we if we read this passage and we get more caught up on our own um, fear of what we're gonna miss out on, because I think that's what it is. Like, oh no, I have to sacrifice. I have to like lower myself in some way because both people are doing that here, both the husband and the wife. Are yeah, and to the that. real trick, the tricky part about your earlier question is. 
okay, that feels maybe okay when we feel like both parties are doing that. Mm -hmm. But it's really difficult uh, to come to terms with if we feel like we're the one. Um, and then that's where the submission is actually to Christ, I guess. Yeah. Yes, yes. So when, and, and we can come back tomorrow and talk more about that, about um, the forgiveness and how important forgiveness is in marriage and um, that true love um, and submission to Christ will produce forgiveness and that is really healing. So thank you so much for joining us today. And um, we will be back tomorrow. Do not miss week 10, day one of Revealed in Ephesians, the mystery of who I am in Christ. We'll come back and talk more about marriage. Sounds fun. Sounds fun.